Welcome back to Paranorthwest, a podcast about all things paranormal here in the Pacific Northwest. I'm your host, Eric. I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Shayla. Tonight is part two of Monster House, our first episode of this podcast that kind of dove into how we got into the paranormal and mostly about um, investigating the house that my wife and I live in. And we just, uh, we were going to do another episode about something else, but we had to come back to this. Uh, We had a lot of people reach out to us and say that they were waiting for part two. So we thought, you know, let's give the people what they want. And uh, on that note, we'd also like to thank everyone who's listened to the first episode and who's followed us on Spotify and um, all the different podcast platforms and anyone that's reached out and told us uh, what you think about it. We appreciate that and uh, keep the feedback coming. Also, our socials, our handle for Instagram is at the Paranorthwest. Our anchor is another free way for you to listen to our podcasts, and that's going to be anchor.fm slash paranorthwest and you can also find us on spotify as well at paranorthwest so yeah keep uh keep reaching out to us let us know what you think about uh, the podcast if you have any stories Uh, we've gotten a couple submission on stories so far which is rad and so we'll probably do um, an episode just for stories and kind of dive into those Um, but yeah tonight like i said is more about This is Monster House Part 2, so we'll be going a little deeper into the investigation we did together last week, uh, because there's some things that we left out, but we feel like they they deserve their own space in this podcast. So, Eric did a Estes method, Um, so he's going to tell you a little bit about what that is and his experiences and what he felt during that time in our house. So the SS method is was created by Connor Randall and Carl Pfeiffer when they were the resident paranormal investigators at the Stanley Hotel, and it's a sensory deprivation experiment in which the wearer of the headphones, so me, I would be listening to the spirit box, and Shayla and Cheyenne would be asking questions, because a lot of times when you listen to a spirit box with other people, you'll all hear different things. And you'll all hear things that you want to hear. If you ask, what's your name? You'll only be listening to things that are name-related. So this kind of cuts that out. And so I have um, a blindfold on, so I can't see their faces or read their lips. And I also have no, uh, noise-canceling headphones on, so I can't even hear what they're asking. So I'm just yelling out random words. Whatever I hear come through the spirit box, which, once again, the spirit box is just sweeping AM and FM channels at random, and it's like a, I mean, like a millisecond of each station that you hear. Right, and as we are listening to what he's saying, it's pretty easy to get clarifying answers back. But to me, it sounds like random, you know? Yeah, and we're just kind of sitting there like, oh, my God, I can't believe it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so they're flipping out over things that I don't know because, to me, I'm like, blue, chair, uh, woman, leave, whatever. Yeah, it's a foolproof way to communicate. So it's kind of cool when when I end up taking the headphones off and 
well, usually one of them touches my leg, which scares the crap out of me every time, and that's how I know the experiment is over. But, uh, yeah, I'll just sit there and listen and just call out things that I, that I hear. How did you feel in the moment while you were doing the Estes method? Well, how long were we investigating before we did that? My session lasted for about 15 minutes. And then right before that, we did the EMF sweep. Oh, yeah, okay. Which didn't take that long. Yeah, we didn't really get any spikes or anything weird on that. Which was, I mean, usually you get at least a couple. But there was nothing really that we felt you know, on the EMF detector that we should go back to a certain spot. So we kind of were just like, well, let's, we're just open to whatever happens, really. And that kind of worked in our favor because you did yours. Right. And we were jacked about it. Yeah, that was pretty insane. Yeah, <laughs> we were all pretty stoked on that. And then when we did the Estes method, it was, it was a lot different than when we normally do it because we just got the SB11. And mind you, we normally use the SB7. Yeah. And this SB11, you can do two channels at once. And you can do one, let's just say, you can do one AM channel that sweeps through AM forward. And you can do another channel that does FM backwards. So it kind of cuts it out even more. So if you do hear something, I mean, you, you say it out loud. And it's nice because the SB11 has uh, temperature readings on it which was going completely insane the whole time he was doing it. It was, I mean, there's a, the temperature gauge goes cooler and warmer, and the whole time he did it, it was at a five solid, like, On the hot. warm side. Yeah, it was just max heat the whole time. It was wild. Yeah, it was, uh, and obviously, I mean, I don't hear or see any of this happening, but, yeah, I mean, the, they told me as soon as I took it off that that the temperature was going up, which is odd. And it started at a three, quickly jumped to a four, then right then to a five. And it continued like it wanted to go up, but since it only went to five, that's where it stayed at the entire time. But you guys reset it, didn't you? Like reset yes. it to, so it baselined back to right. five degrees higher than what we started. Right. And it continued to go up. It was strange overall. So, like I said before, how did you feel? So, when we started, I felt like every other time, you know, where you're just trying to kind of get into it, because it takes a little while to really, I don't know, like, find your groove. And so, I, you know, I'm just sitting there just saying whatever I hear. But then it, it started to feel a lot different, and I started to hear different noises, like, it wasn't really, like, voices coming through. It was, like, sounds over multiple sweeps, which was pretty odd in itself. And the longer we went into it, um, so I'm sitting there on the on the chair, and Cheyenne is, like, directly across from me, but probably, like, like two feet, like, not, not very far at all. And when it started to feel really weird, I started to feel really alone and, like, isolated, like I was all by myself in the house. So... I even called out and I was like, hey, can someone grab my hand and let me know that you're still here? And Cheyenne grabbed my hand because I was like, I don't, I feel like they left for some reason. And one of the words that did jump out was exclusion, which is exactly how, I mean, Eric was feeling. So that kind of is also a validating point. Yeah. 
And, yeah, and that's exactly how it felt like I was just all alone. So we'll, uh, we'll put up the audio, you know, some audio snippets of it. But another thing I wanted to hit on was that later in the Estes method, it was, what, probably like 10 minutes in. Yeah. I started to feel like I was sinking. Like I was being pushed down into the chair. And I felt like super heavy. And then an- another word it was like gravity or something like that. Yeah, it said gravity and then pull down. Yeah, and I was like, okay. And I, I felt like I was starting to get lost, which was really, really scary to, I mean, because you're, you know, deprived of all senses except for hearing and touch. But you just, I don't know. I felt like I was just like super heavy and just like almost being pushed like under deep water. You know, where you start to feel like, oh yeah, like compressed almost and like you're not, you're not in control, which I, you know, I hate that. And I remember specifically asking if they could show him something. And did you see anything, Eric, while you were doing the method? Yeah, I saw, and this was like pretty early on, I saw like a big log that was cut and I... I remember telling you guys that because that was random because I never really see things when I do that because I don't, I don't know. I'm just not, you know, I don't normally get visions and things like that. It's usually just audio. I mean, that's kind of what Estes method is for. Yeah, the really weird thing about that is that when Cheyenne did her um, Gansfield effect, she kept saying mountain so I don't know if that correlated with the wood. I don't know. Or the logs that you've seen. It was just really odd. I don't know if I was seeing alien-like creatures, but I'm pretty sure Eric was kind of seeing the same figures. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was the other thing I saw. It, but it wasn't like... Like, it didn't strike me as alien, right? Like, how we know it as, like, grays and, you know, big eyes or whatever like that. Well, I, I said predator. Would you say that would match that... Kind of vibe? Well, so what I saw was like, I don't know. what did I, How do I describe it to you guys? It was like a rat skull yeah, in a cloak. And after everything happened that night, we, we did some research with that. And I, I highly suggest looking up a Skaven. Yeah, because it's weird because we... We just started hitting, you know, Google with the keywords that of things that I saw, you know, like rat man, rat creature, because it had like, a, it, if everyone's seen like a rat school, they've seen the, uh, um, like the big teeth in the front, and it looked like those teeth, but on both sides, and they were just as big, so they were like these wide, big teeth, and the eyes were kind of set back a little bit, and kind of outboard instead of, like, forward-facing. But it was, like, it was kind of quick. Like, it just showed up and then left. And I didn't really feel, like, freaked out or nothing, but I was like, that is weird. Like, I've never seen anything like that. But, yeah, we when we looked at the Google, we there was, like, a Skaven, which is, like, some Warhammer thing. It's basically... Fr- the only thing that kept coming up on Google was this video game... And well, I think it's like a tabletop game. I don't think it's a oh. video. Oh. You do like, I think it's like card based. I don't know I, if I'm butchering this game for 
diehard Warhammer fans, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> but we're, we're looking more into it, okay? Yeah, but it was weird that something did match that, and then there's a bunch of lore involved with the Skaven and Warhammer lore and all that, and I'm like, well, obviously someone else has seen this in their mind or whatever thought about it. So anyone out there that plays Warhammer, feel free to send us a DM and let us know a little bit about this Skaven. Yeah, because I, I would be interested in with you know someone that knows about Warhammer or whatever, just to kind of let us know what does it what does it mean? Is it good? Is it bad? Or whatever? Because that's the closest thing that we saw based on what I was describing. Do you feel like that connects to anything that Cheyenne was talking about? I don't know. I, that's I don't know. They're just creatures, you know. Yeah, that's what's weird. It's a game, you know. Mm-hmm. But everything's based off of someone's thoughts. And I mean, who's to say they didn't see this creature? You know what I mean? Right. Or you know, it showed itself to them, or I don't know. I'm not ruling out any possibilities, but it's just odd that that is what I saw, and I've never seen that before. I've never played Warhammer. I've only heard about it. I've never actually looked into it, so it's not coming up from a memory of mine. So during this time when Eric was doing the Estes method, we, Cheyenne and I were sitting there next to each other in front of him, and the same, we were getting the same sound coming through the walkie-talkies that was happening when Cheyenne was doing her Gansfield effect. Okay, we took breaks in between these you know, two methods, and there was nothing going on yeah, through the walkie-talkies. Yeah, so it was just when they were doing these methods. So it was pretty interesting. I thought it was w- pretty crazy that... Yeah, because it's like when you're reaching out, something else may be reaching out to via the walkie-talkies. And I think that's something that we're going to incorporate more into our investigations. And this was just an accidental thing. We didn't plan on using the walkie-talkies. We just had them sitting on the table because... I don't know why we well, the, were, but... The reason why we used them was because when we went to your mother's house after her her incident, remember I turned the walkie-talkies on? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and it right. started hitting. Mm-hmm. And we both looked... I was like... At first, I mean, it didn't freak us out at first because I was like, that's odd. Like, someone else is on this channel. But nothing was coming through. I mean, no one was like, hey, yeah, this is, you know, rubber ducky rolling down right. big rigging. <laughs> But, I mean, obviously there's something to be said about that. And I'm open to all kinds of different equipment. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes stuff like that, it just, that's how, you know, things become found out and it just, it works. I mean, if you think about it, it scans channels just like it would with the sweeps on the spirit box. So. Yeah, the only difference is someone can get into that. Right. So. Sometimes you have to take those things with a grain of salt. Right. You know, there are other other people with walkie-talkies, although they're not as prevalent as they were in, like, the early (laughs) 2000s when, you know, you had walkie-talkies and you just used them for for fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking into more things that we can try and more different uh, experiments and different ways of connecting. But I think the main theme of, of this whole thing is that we were searching for ghosts like normal but what came through didn't feel or sound like ghosts 
you know? Mm-hmm. What, Cheyenne, did you, like, did you, what were, what were your feelings? Like, were you feeling more ghosty or like what? I was not feeling ghosts. I was feeling something else that was not ghosts. Yeah. And on a little bit more of an eerier level, when one letter that stood out to me while I was doing the Gansfield effect was A, I'm like, okay, am I just... Am I just like thinking this? You know, I ha- like at, at this point, we were pretty pretty much halfway through the experiment when I was doing it. So I was pretty much right in, you know, at the raw moment. Yeah. So I don't think I was thinking it. And if I was thinking it, I wouldn't have said it out loud. When you said it was a, an uppercase A too. Yeah, like the mountain. Yeah, like the mountain. And... Uh, we were, that's the other thing I, s- who, well, who saw that, the house? That was Cheyenne. She kept saying that there was like a peak, a peak, and she kept putting her hands together, like, almost like you would, you know, like a church. Here's the church, yeah. here's the steeple. Yeah, it was like that sort of Open gesture. Open the doors and see all the people. Yes. <laughs> but, and then w- once she said that, I brought up, because we had just watched that Gretel and Hansel movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, does it look like this house? Which, if you haven't seen that movie, do yourselves a favor and go watch Gretel and Hansel because it's a rad, like, creepy horror movie. But uh, I showed her the house off that, and I was like, did it look like this? And she goes, yeah, that's exactly. So it's just like an A-frame house. So, that, I mean, what? and the whole thing about all this is what does that mean? What does any of this mean? How can we put these things together? And I think that's what we're what we're here to do now. And... After we did the the C5, the CE5, it's like my, I can at least speak for myself, my thoughts on things have opened up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm no longer just hunting ghosts. Now I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm hunting, so let's see what answers. It's like throwing a big, you know, like a lure into a big lake. And at first you were going for trout, but now you're just, whatever bites, let's just see what comes. It's Nessie. That's what's coming. It's Nessie. Yeah, well, <laughs> Loch Ness. There's just so many things out there and, you know, other dimensional beings and, you know, aliens and spirits and cryptids. It could be, y- you don't know. I mean, nobody knows how they communicate you know, anything about them. So you just never know. We're just keeping our eyes open. And even today, we still don't know what any of these things are. We're just trying to connect them and figure it out. We probably sound like crazy people while we're (laughs) Googling things. And I don't know. So if you have any information on that uh, weird video game that for some reason kept connecting. Not video game. Sorry, a game. I don't know. It said it was a video game. Maybe it is. I don't know. But the only thing I know is my buddy Gabriel plays it. And he, like, paints the characters, and they put it on a board. Well, tell Gabriel to send us some info. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to reach out to him and see what he knows about it and kind of figure that out. So right now we're going to insert a clip of Eric's Estes method, and you can take a listen for yourself. Um, any of the beeping that you hear will be the temperature going off, and any of the fuzzy static you hear could be the walkie-talkies going off so take a listen let us know what you think 
Okay. Dude, I'm fucking scared. This is the Estes method. Yeah. Walkie's going off. No one's even sitting close to the walkies there in the other one. Leave them on or shut them off. Try a different channel. Okay, yeah. temperature's really changing. I don't know if it's going up or down. Oh, now it stopped. There's it went up. I'm going to change the channel. We're changing the channel. All right, you guys ready? Yes. Fuckers. Oh, okay. Not talking. We're going to go ahead and start this off. Uh, again, only positive spirits are only able to come and communicate with us. No negative energies can enter this home and follow us anywhere or talk to us. Temperature change up. There's a lot of people next to me. Plus three. How many people are here with us tonight? That was Denali. Oh, I'm feeling weird. Is that you talking to us through the walkie-talkie? Temperature change up. Have a good one. Oh, someone's out. <laughs> Stand. Standing or stay? Why? You're working? How many people are here? Creep. Boundary. Good. Perfect. Yep. You understand. Thank you. Again, only positive spirits are able to talk to us. Still. Was it another dimensional creature that was... It's at... It's at four again for temperature. What in that thing? Oh my god, it's all the way at five. Okay. Our, our ancestors with us. I see like a big log. Like a piece of, like a big piece of wood. Like a big log on the, on like that fell or something. Okay. Again, temperature rise. It's at a plus five and that's the highest it can go. Who left those objects at my house? Are you making the temperature change? This is like a faint woman's voice. Excuse me. If you want to come over. I see him. Who do you see? There was just a tap in the kitchen. Yep. Well, someone touch my hand, make sure you guys are still here. Okay, thank God. I feel like really, uh, like alone, if that makes sense. We ask you to be with Eric right now. It's easy. Thank you. Was that deer we hit a sign to turn back and stop what we were doing that night? This girl's bullshit. No idea. Again, only positive spirits are allowed to talk to us, enter our space. 
mountain. Is that what that peak is? That You're home. Okay, I'm starting to get chills right now. Me too. I have chills. Mm -hmm. Okay. What temperature Thoughts in the head. Whoa, that was like a long sentence. I... Did we make contact with the aliens that night? We were out in the middle of nowhere. No, no one's moving. God, I hit it. Guardian. Has someone been messing Here with they me? come. Special. In, in this decade. Goodbye. Oh, has someone been messing with mom? Who's been taking those things out of her purse? What's up? You don't know them. Are they spirits or not? Again, all exclusion. The wrong way. You feel? show Eric a sign if we were or tell him yeah or tell him that if it's one of his family members you know that's hanging around I feel like someone's walking are you guys walking no no, no. one's walking in the woods what's in the something woods? like in Dude, I feel like one of his family members is with him right now, dude. Probably is. See you next time. Okay, see you later. See you ya. too. <laughs> is one of his cousins hanging out? Wanted to say something to him? Feel the heat? Are you kidding me? And the temperature is up all the way on that? No, because it hasn't went down at all. No. See five. Giants? Are you from another dimension? It's like a really faint voice. It's saying something. What number dimension are it's you? It's like. It's through like 10 to 15 sweeps. Relation? Tanaki Na, are my we, relations here today? We were here before. That was like a, a woman's voice. Okay. Our relatives here. Oh, I got goosebumps. Who's the. Who's the woman? Who's the one working? Something like that. They look like... What do they look like? They look like cousins? <laughs> I've been saying cousin all along, okay? Oh, I see something. I see something. What do you see? Yeah, what do you see? Um... Uh... How do I even explain this? It's a thing. It's a creature. It's got like a like a jaws like this, like two beaks almost, and the eyes are really set back. That was weird. Is that the same thing that I kind of saw? Vulture. Gravitating down. Okay. Okay, we're done. Okay. Okay. Oh. You good, dude? You okay? Yeah, that was way different. 
God, I felt like a, a bunch of times that you guys left like I was alone. Yeah, you kept saying that. Okay. I feel fucking weird. Like, I felt like I was, like, sinking. All right, so after hearing that clip of the Estes Method, let us know what you think about that. We, we want to know where do you guys kind of put your finger on it? If it's spiritual ghosts, is it, you know, cryptids or aliens? Let us know because we're always down to hear something new, you know, different ideas. Personally, I think it's aliens. I think it's aliens, too. Because well, yeah, it's a totally different feel, right? I mean, yeah, we've been into some pretty creepy places, and I didn't feel creepy. I felt alone. Yeah. That's a totally different feeling than when... Feeling eerie. Yeah, right? Like, it, it's not like, ooh, this, this is kind of, you know, creepy and weird. I was like, Jesus, I am all alone right now. Yeah, and usually when you're dealing with spirits, you're like, ooh, I feel like someone is, like, here with me, right? Yeah, if anything, yeah. you feel less alone. Right. <laughs> and that's the <laughs> creepy part because you're, you know, in the abandoned building or whatever, and you go, well, I feel a presence here. I felt no presence, and I felt like I was being, like, slowly taken away from you guys. Oof. Yeah, that's awful. And I, th I feel like all this stuff, you know, ties into that Stephen Greer experiment we did. So I know we may have touched on it before, but do you want to give a little bit of a rundown of what the CE5 is? A few weeks before we did this investigation at our house, we decided to try yet again another experiment. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> um, that Dr. Stephen Greer came up with, and it's called the CE5 app. And it's the app's like nine ninety nine. It's like ten bucks or something. And it is basically an app that gives you tools to contact ETs in a um, you know a good setting. You feel like you're raising your awareness. Um, so we just thought we'd give this a whirl. And we touched on it last week, but I kind of wanted to go more in depth, like step by step, and kind of give a, a better overview of what you do because it's not like you just turn the app on and all of a sudden an alien's there and mind you when we're doing these experiments we are 100 percent sober yeah there's no drugs no alcohol involved in this we don't do that we, if you do that's fine but we don't just no. gonna put that out there we don't want any real outside influence especially when you're doing things like this this app provides instructional tools to assist you in making peaceful contact with ETs, as well as locating others in your area who are interested in making contact with them. It's basically, you can use it as Tinder for weirdos. Exactly. You know, find your, find your the love of your life under the stars next to an extraterrestrial. <laughs> well, it's said that there's five different types of contact of ETs. So the first one is sightings of an ET craft. That would just be you're standing outside and you see one pass by or lights or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And then the CE2, which is physical evidence of an ET craft. So that would be like pictures, video. Well, wouldn't physical evidence be like crop circles? Or that, yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess I'd be more physical. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Things like, you know... Crops messed up. Uh, what they were finding like radiation 
at those crop circle sites, mm -hmm. that would be physical proof. Right. Okay. And then CE3 is sighting of an ET life form. So an actual being. Coming out the craft. Yeah, or right in front of you, wherever they may be. Saying what's up. Yeah. <laughs> well, because some people believe, believe that they can shapeshift. Mm -hmm. Would that count? I mean, I suppose so. I guess you wouldn't know. Right. Yeah. So the CE4, which is experience on board an actual ET craft. That's a abduction. Right. Oof. I don't know how I feel about getting abducted. I'm here for it. Aliens <laughs> take me now. But none of us, unfortunately, have had that experience to be abducted. No. And I... So, can we... Let's, let's go into that just a little bit. Do you think it's terrifying? Are you awake? Or do you just remember it afterwards? I think in the moment you can see things... Per, this is what I personally feel, so it's my opinion. Um, <laughs> She's copywriting this opinion. <laughs> no one can have this. Nobody come for her. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. come for her. Yeah, okay. no, this is trademarked, registered, her opinion. But um, I don't think you're able to move or anything. Do you think it, you can feel and hear? I mean, yeah, a lot of accounts are talking about people getting probed. And you're, you're here for that. Probe me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Adios mio. Uh, you wild. What do you, well, what do you think? Um, what do you think it, it happens when you get on the craft? Are they all just probe scenarios? Or are you invited sometimes and well, chilling? I don't think so. Because according to Stephen Greer, which I, I do believe, uh, he thinks that they're... You know, there's they're not really negative entities, right? Or negative uh, life forms. They're not. They're all peaceful. But neither are biologists. And they prod and probe animals all the time. Is it the same kind of scenario where maybe they don't mean harm, but it obviously doesn't feel very good right? being probed? Maybe, I mean, I'm just exploring different options because I kind of view it like how we view animals. You know, we like to study them and see what makes them tick and all things like that. Are, are, do you think they're using us like that? Or, I mean, why are people brought up into spaceships? I think that they have been studying us from afar and they get the chance to. They're like, no, 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 no. probe. That was very specious. <laughs> okay. No, um, that was probably a little too extra. But quite honestly, that's kind of how. <laughs> that's how she. That's how she feels. Hey, we're we're just going off of opinion and what we think. Because oh I think it would be terrifying. I personally. think. It, yeah, I think it would be scary. I I wouldn't want that. To I happen. mean, even if they mean well, I'm still scared. But apparently, I can't say that. I can just look at them and be like, "Don't." Well, yeah, you don't know their intentions. Yeah. That covers that portion. So then the CE5 is human-initiated contact. So this app responds very favorably towards these protocols to use to actually get in contact with aliens. So all you need is positive, peaceful intentions, 
It walks you through um, meditation. It plays some different tones. And it's supposed to be very effective. Do you think you have to go through all C1 through C4 before you can do C5? No. Okay, so we you can just jump in right. at CE5. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. It's just humans initiating the contact so it's, first. So it's different kinds. It's not so much a progression. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just explaining all the different types that there are out there. That's a little more, a little less unnerving, you know. And now we'd like to take a short break and give you JFK. Good to be here tonight. I just want to take one second to talk about one of my favorite podcasts, VH Quest. VH Quest is the search, collection, distribution, and quest of all things VHS. Ben, Mike, and Nick bring you VH Quest. It's a podcast where they talk about all things VHS related, whether it be collecting or just watching these movies together, these three friends spend their time to bring you the best VHS content on podcast and Instagram medias. Go ahead and follow them at VHQuestPod on Instagram now. I can't believe JFK just freaking visited us, dude. Yeah. Well, I guess now's as good a time as any to get back into the podcast. Some stranger things happened... After we did the CE5 experiment, I mean, it was more on my end that that it happened. Um, So this was on September 3rd that this happened at about 2 in the morning. And I'm sleepy peeps in my room right now because I have to work the next day. Going memes. (laughs) And my mom, she grabs my leg. And usually I'm one of those people that wake up and they're, like, basically ready for war. (laughs) Yeah, she's a wild woman if you wake (laughs) her up. I'm like, eyes open. Okay, let's go. Um, And so she kind of just does the shh. And I'm like, oh, boy. She's like, someone is outside mouthing it to me so they don't hear her. Someone's outside. Yep, in our front yard. And the only reason she knew was because... She was up about 10 minutes prior to that, outside letting my dogs out, and she went to go back to bed. She had her bedroom window open with her TV on, and she thought that I was outside crying. So she heard, like, your voice or a woman's voice? That's kind of what I was questioning, Um, but she heard a woman's voice that was crying. So she paused her TV listened for a few minutes, and then came and woke me up. And she's like, I, th- I thought it was you that's outside. And during this time, I'm like, okay, let's go in your room. I want to hear this for myself. Yeah. So I'm like, you're not crazy right now. Yeah. So she was very adamant about not having this person or this being see us. So I remember we ducked down to go to her room. Because there is a short hallway between my room and her room. And I go next to the window. And this person is crying and moaning. 
Can you see them? No, I can't see them, thankfully, because the blinds were closed. How close did it sound? I mean, really close. Let me give you also a little bit of a rundown because my mom's bedroom window is very close to our front door. Okay. So she acted as if this person was right outside of her window as I thought they were on our front porch. So did during all this, did you guys call the cops or like wh- what's happening? Also, you didn't call me. I know. So the first thing that ran through my mind was we need to call Eric. See? Yeah, (laughs) that's why I'm here. But, of course, you know, I don't listen to my gut instinct like I should. Yeah. I'm bad. Yeah. Um, And instead, we kind of just waited out for a few minutes. And at this point, my dogs are barking, going crazy. They sound pretty violent. My dogs sound violent. My dogs are big dogs. Yeah. And they Usually a deterrent to, I mean, 'er ne'er-do-wells and people who... Yeah. Are trying to break in or whatever the hell. Yeah. And she's crying for help. And this was going on for about 10 minutes. If you are in this person's position, you wouldn't stay at a house if you were in severe danger for 10 minutes trying to get in. Yeah, if you're screaming, help, help me. Come on. Obviously, you go to the first house, nothing. Go to the second house. You're you're trying to move and get some help. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, okay, that's weird. Everything stops. This person stops. My dog stop. And I say to my mom, I'm like, someone's still out there. And she's like, okay, let's call the cops. So we call the cops and they are now heading up division, which is pretty close to my house. It's only a few blocks down from my house, which is the main road. (coughs) And now at this point, while we are on the phone with the cops the door handle starts really jiggling. Like this person's really trying to get into my house. So it's it's escalating. Now it's not just an outside sound. Now it's about to be inside. It's about to be inside. And I'm like, this person is literally about to come in my house. I, sev- I really thought that this person was about to be in my house. And I'm thinking, what are my next steps are? What are my next moves are? So Protect that me, my mom, and... My dogs. Yeah, so your fear th- is through the roof now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm living on like eggshells right now yeah. during this moment. <laughs> yeah. And so the cops are like, okay, we're coming down your street. You know, if you see lights, don't be alarmed. They were using, um, you know, like police flashlights, which are pretty bright. Yeah. During this moment, again, the jiggling stops. My dogs are still going pretty crazy. But the cops are here, and no one's there. And there's about four cops, two in my backyard, two in my front, and this person's gone. Doesn't make any sense. So you're saying that this jiggling is happening, and the cops are, like, in sight seconds away, and it suddenly stops, and there's nobody to be found? Yeah, isn't that pretty crazy? Yeah, if they're if they're needing help... Why wouldn't you stick around for the cops? Yeah, literally, I mean, because it sounds from the story that that this person or whatever it is, is panicked. Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't hear any sort of car that would have like taken off as if it was a lure for someone trying to get in my house, you know, and try to like trick us, which I'm just going to put out there. We aren't stupid. Yeah, no. So (laughs) 
Um, that was mind-blowing, and it's still mind-blowing to me. And it's something that I've been super on edge about ever since it happened. And this Thursday will be a week, so definitely she, creeped out. Yeah, a little anniversary, you know. We're going to celebrate on Thursday. Yeah, so that was strange. And so the next morning, you know, I'm pretty freaked out. So I called my grandma, and she's she's kind of a words of wisdom kind of a woman. So I'm like, Grandma, you know, I need some words of strength right now. And I tell her what's going on, and she's like, oh, oh that's weird, Ole. And I'm just like, oh, geez, what happened now? And she's like, someone also visited me the same night. What what time? So someone visited her at 12, and I'll, I'll tell you the story exactly as it was told to me, was she was in her bedroom sleeping, and she also had her bedroom window open. So apparently we're not allowed to have any sort of bedroom window open anymore. No, no more <laughs> open windows. And she hears a little boy outside of her window singing trivial songs just like humming and and singing and bopping around yeah and i'm like wait what is a little boy first of all doing out in a ruler area which is kind of where the setting of her house is so but, but the, the the thing that i see that's connected with these two are they're both vulnerable types right yeah a little boy and a woman oh yeah and i'm just like that's that's absolutely crazy. So at this point, I'm super shook, being like, okay, well, um, I'm just going to just cry now. Yeah, that's crazy because two hours after that happens to her, that she hears a little boy, you guys hear a woman. And I'm kind of stuck on the whole theme of vulnerables and how, I mean, neither of you heard like a burly dude out there being like, help. No. And the crazy part of it is, my grandma, she decides she's all worried about her car, so she goes outside and makes sure it's locked, but she didn't see anyone out there. So did she take a look, or did she just, like, book it to the car and She booked it. it to the car, locked yeah, it, smart. and went right back in. I'm like, okay. We've watched enough horror movies. We know you don't lollygag in the woods when you hear something creepy. Yeah, and um, I was speaking to someone about this, and she had, meant it, met, had mentioned, well... You know, what if they were trying to get a hold of one of you guys? First, they went to your grandma's house, didn't get any kind of response, and yeah. then here, let's go to my house. Knew that you guys were related. So the really strange thing is, is our aunt, which is my grandma's sister, had said that she had seen a woman walking up in my grandma's driveway, and she has a really long driveway. Um, and so... She had went outside to go see who it was because nobody should have been walking out there, and there was nobody there. But she seen her right outside the window, and the windows are very large, so that was really interesting. That was the day prior. She watched a woman walk up. Yeah, in her driveway. How close did the woman get? Pretty close to the house. And then just turned around. Well, she don't know. She went out there. Went to go open the door to go see who she was, and she wasn't there. This sounds like contact. I'm like, is this hoof woman we're, we're like talking about right now? Which 
Which we, I, yeah. We haven't called upon anyone like that. No. So it's awfully strange that this thing, ha- like everything happened in the span of like a couple weeks after we did the CE5. And then these events of people trying to get in. And then we did the Gansfield and the Estes method. And this is kind of where we're at with it. Still mind boggled over it. Well, my whole thing on this is maybe maybe making contact has adapted a little bit, right? Maybe they realize that showing up in a bright, you know, UFO and stopping your car, maybe that's scaring people. But they see that humanity as a whole will help children and help women, that they find these two people, uh, you know, more vulnerable than, like I said, like a big burly man. So you'd be more apt to leave your house and go see what's going on. You know, maybe maybe things are changing and maybe they're adapting to how humanity is and learning more about us and using these things to make contact. Out of all of these occurrences we've had collectively between our family over the last month has seem to connect it's like something has reached out to us so that was why we did the whole you know investigation of our home to see you know if anything was around that needed to talk to us and this is where we are now it's kind of gone from zero to 62 yeah and another thing i also forgot to mention the next day my mom was outside in the front yard turning the water on And she just happened to look over just a little bit, probably, I would say, less than a foot from where the water all connects. And there's three strange things that were left for us. What, like, what do you mean? Three strange objects. So one is going to be a dime. Okay. One is going to be a little bouncy ball. It's about the size of the tip of your pinky finger. That was lime green. And also some Velcro. So what's the significance of the Velcro? The significance of the Velcro was the day before that, two different things. Me and Shayla were talking about how we needed some Velcro for um, our regalia. So that was kind of strange. But also this last week before this happened, we have kind of a ghetto screen. No lie. Yeah. And it's no shame in that. <laughs> it's put up by Velcro and it's connected in the middle with magnets. And since my dogs are large and in charge, <laughs> they like to <laughs> bust it down a little bit. Yeah, they get excited. <laughs> and so <clears throat> me and my mom were talking about how we needed some more Velcro for the screen door. And it's definitely weird that that was one of the things that showed up because I'm like, okay, is someone listening to us in case in the joint right now? Or are aliens being like, yo, hey, Sal, they need some freaking, you know, they need some Velcro up in here. Send it down. Where are these aliens from? Like Brooklyn? <laughs> Sal? They have an I'm accent? Just <laughs> Overall, that was totally weird. 
my mom decided to bring the objects in the house, and I'm like, oh, oh, why no. are you? Why'd you even touch it, man? Why'd don't you even bring touch them in. it? Yeah, don't touch them. I'm like, you better bring that out of the house because I will not be sleeping in this house with those objects in here. She's like, oh, I put them in your pillow. I thought you'd like that. I'm like, just burn the whole pillow. Yeah, burn I the also whole bed put now. a sign outside to show <laughs> where you sleep. I'm like, great, thank yeah. you. How nice. <laughs> um. And so I made her move them outside because since she already touched them, I was like, hey, you can touch them again. Well, yeah, you already have <laughs> tainted hands. It's time for you. You got to touch them again now. And so we they're still outside. I don't know what happened to the Velcro. It's like gone. Um, I don't know if she did something with it. I'm like, oh, my God, are you using that now? And it's going to be now attached forever <laughs> to us. <laughs> it's inside the home. Come get it back if you'd like. <laughs> And then the little bouncy ball is kind of chilling by my bedroom window. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to touch it, even though I am a little bit spooked about it. Yeah. It's fine. No, but I totally, I, I mean, I understand with things like that, that you don't want to to touch them. It's kind of like ritual-based for me. Oh, if you touch it, this is exactly what it's going to lead up to kind of a thing. Yeah, what's on it? Well, and that week, too, my mom was having strange things happen to her. There were things going missing out of her purse. Um, so, And she's kind of more, I'd say, a skeptic. So oh, for yeah. her to mention it to me, several different items coming up missing that she's still not found is really bizarre. Yeah, I would agree with that. That kind of is a different form of validation in, a, in and of itself. Right. And, you know, the the first thing that came to my mind when Cheyenne found these, or my mom found these objects and Cheyenne was telling me about them, the coin, my mom has a significance to coins. My grandpa, her dad, had always said, you know, pennies come from heaven if you find them, you know, a loved one is, is connecting with you. And even though it wasn't a penny, I was like, that's so, I don't know, it's just like a weird thing to well that falls there. in line with it if if pennies yeah. if pennies come from heaven where do dimes come from yeah i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. it's like and and that's what i'm saying about the how the adaptation of making contact is changing you know what i mean so they know maybe they know that pennies mean something for, for you guys and so they wanted to reach out in that way to get your attention right on this note, we want to ask you what you think about this. What would you do in our position? Yeah, you're you're basically the audience watching the horror movie. Where are you yelling at the screen right now? <laughs> Where do you draw the line at? <laughs> yeah, what do you what are your ideas? What are your thoughts? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? I mean, what kind of feelings are you getting from these stories? And what advice would you have for people in this situation? Do you think that they all connect? Are we just nuts? Are we <laughs> just trying to add things together that aren't really there? I don't know. Yeah, some out outside the perspective is definitely welcomed. I mean, a few people have told me, they're like, you're inviting something that isn't, you know, you're inviting something that isn't really good. And I'm just like, I'm not really inviting anything in. Well, no, nothing's We're being just conjured. curious. Yeah, either <laughs> either it's there all the time and you're not talking to it. Or you start talking to it. Either way, it's either there or not. Right. We don't mess with, like, Ouija boards or anything like that. It was just these events happened, 
it caused us to investigate. This is where we are now. So I guess we'll see what the next events will be. Yeah, and I've always had an inquisitive nature, and I'm always a why or what kind of asker. So, I mean, I guess, like Shayla said, we'll see what happens next. And uh, thanks for joining us on this podcast. This is uh, has been episode two now. So if you haven't yet, take a listen to the first episode. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Reach out to us. Uh, if you have any stories or any advice you want to tell us, or just want to say something to us, uh, feel free to email us at paranorthwestteam at gmail.com. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. And don't forget, sleep with your eyes open.